Hey everyone, welcome to NFP Podcast episode 12. And on today's episode, I have a couple announcements for everyone. Um, Lisa Sledge will give us some tips and then Sarah will wrap us up with our mental health minutes and resource. So for our announcements today, please remember to give your supervisors updated information for their employee files. Also, NSO has updated Dance, so please review and let your supervisor know if you have any questions. And lastly, how is it going with Goal Mama? Please try and get your clients involved if you can. Um, if you yourself have had success with your client and getting them involved with Goal Mama and you'd like to share with everyone on the podcast, just let me know. Um, I think it would be good to hear how Goal Mama is going for you. So that concludes our announcements and here is Lisa Sledge. We have exciting things occurring at the end of September, one of which is aromatherapy, September 24th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. for those 20 nurses who were selected to attend. We also have had several nurses either start or will be starting soon. Sarah and Monica were two nurses who started last month and are currently in Denver for Unit 2. Sarah is a new nurse in Anderson and Monica is a new nurse in Lake County. Brianna is a nurse in Anderson that will be starting October 14th. Jennifer is a Clarksville nurse that will be starting September 24th. And other Jennifer is a nurse in Lafayette that will be starting the 23rd. In October or November, Joy will be attending your team meetings to discuss the annual HIPAA. At that time, the annual HIPAA module will roll out which is something that you will need to complete annually. More to come on that. Hello, this is Lisa. And today I'm gonna discuss several things with you related to education updates. The first one is our benchmark number 10, which is parent-child interaction. It is a performance indicator and it is measured using dance. Parent-child interaction data is pulled exclusively from the dance observation. If a dance is not completed within the calendar year, which includes October 1st to September 30th, it appears as the nurse has not observed a parent-child interaction. So please complete your dance. If you are unable to complete dance in its entirety, mark observation not conducted in those areas. Dance is due at two months, nine months, 16 months, and 22 months. You do have a one month window one way or the other. For instance, the two month dance can be completed between month one and month three. Many of our nurses will be attending dance training October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Welcome to the Mental Health Minute via NFP Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Pollard. Thanks for joining me today as we spend the next five to seven minutes together discussing a mental health related resource, tool, and quote. Today's resource is a NSO facilitator entitled Exercise Goes Everywhere With Me. So as the title alludes to, this is a facilitator about exercise and the common barriers that exist to exercising, including time, money, and childcare. 
So as you all know, there are numerous benefits to exercise. Uh, and there are numerous mental health benefits to exercise. We know that exercise lowers inflammation in the body and certainly mental health conditions have an inflammatory component. We also know that exercise can increase those lovely neurotransmitters such as serotonin. And we know that exercise can uh, increase endorphins and all of those things improve our mental health. So when you get a minute, take some time and take a look at this facilitator entitled Exercise Goes Everywhere With Me. While I can't link the facilitator on the hub, I will certainly put the name of this facilitator. On the, as heard on the NFP podcast section of the Mental Health Toolkit. So that is our resource for today. And our tools for today is a specific skill of distress tolerance. And during our last episode, we talked about distress tolerance and we defined what a crisis is. So just a very quick review of distress tolerance. It is what it says, tolerating distress and tolerating distress from a crisis. And if you recall, a crisis is something that we cannot solve, period, or we cannot solve in this moment. So if we don't have a crisis, we wanna solve the issue. If it's, if it's solvable, either right now or soon, we wanna to work towards solving it. But sometimes situations in life aren't solvable, and those are crises. And that's when you use distress tolerance. So there are specific distress tolerance skills, including distraction, self-soothing, improving the moment, and pros and cons. So today we're gonna to talk about the distraction piece. And there is a mnemonic that's used for the distraction skill, and that is accepts. A-C-C-E-P-T-S. So the A is activities. So we're gonna distract with a variety of activities. Is that sports, hobbies, watching a movie, etc. The C of the accepts mnemonic is contributing. So we can distract ourselves by contributing, doing an activity that serves others, volunteering, baking some cookies for someone, connecting with someone else who has a problem. We can distract by comparisons. And with comparisons, we get attention of the crisis by thinking about other crises that are worse than ours. Someone or somebody or people who are suffering more than we are in that moment. The next piece is, the next piece of the distraction is the emotions. So when we are distressed, one or two negative emotions tend to dominate that that scene. So in that situation, we can figure out an emotion different from the one we're currently experiencing and try to bring on that emotion. So for example, if you're feeling angry, you could do something that makes you laugh, like watch a comedy. If you're scared, um, you could watch someone doing something that's really daring and takes a lot of bravery. If you're sad, you can listen to upbeat music. The next piece of the distract Distracting construct or skill is by pushing away. That's the P. And that means deciding that something cannot be dealt with right now and putting it out of your mind. So you're literally boxing that up, putting it on a shelf for a brief amount of time, um, and imagining, you know, kind of pausing. I'm gonna take a break 
from that stressor or crisis in this moment. The next one is distracting with thoughts. And the idea here is to fill your brain with other thoughts so there's no room for the crisis. And then the last one is distracting yourself with sensations. So that could be um, running your hands under cold water, splashing your face with cold water, running up and down the stairs, taking a cold shower, going outside, etc. So you're using your senses to distract yourself. Okay, so today we have talked about the distress tolerance skill of distraction or distract. And the mnemonic that we use with that is accepts. And again, that's activities, contributing, comparison, opposite emotions, pushing away, thoughts, sensations. So as always, I'm going to link this information on the as heard on the NFP podcast section of the hub. Because certainly as you're driving in your car today or doing whatever you're doing, I'm not going to expect you to remember this in detail. So I'm going to make sure you have some concrete information on the hub. All right, so that is it for today's episode of the Mental Health Minute via NFP podcast. And I'm going to leave you with a quote that um, I've shared with you before, uh, but I really like this quote and sometimes, sometimes it bears worth, sometimes it bears repeating. And this is a quote from Anne Lamott and it is, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Mental Health Minute via NFP podcast. I hope you enjoyed this information and I really hope you have a great day. As always, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If anyone has announcements or tips to share for the next episode, you can email me at anye.carson at goodwillindy.org. That's A-N-Y-E dot C-A-R-S-O-N at goodwillindy.org. Take care.